Hello, and welcome to the Tales from the Hood, Motherhood, that is, podcast. This is a show for parents, all about the struggles and the joys of raising children and being married. And on this, our very first episode, I'm going to just completely ignore the fact that I'm stuck at home because of this mutant virus straight out of all the B-pandemic movies that I love to watch. And I'm just going to introduce you to my parenting philosophy, which is very simple. My job is not to kill my children. In this first episode, I'm going to talk about my children and my husband, because this is what the podcast is all about. And um, pretty much I've, I've set a low bar when it com- comes to raising my children. I reasoned that I would consider myself a good parent if I managed to get the two boys who live in my house that I help raise with my husband out of high school without a pregnancy and without jail time. And so far, I'm one for one. My oldest graduated and is working for the government, but the jury's still out on our youngest. He's still at home, and he's attending high school. So this 17-year-old has earned our skepticism, though. During his elementary school years, he'd count the days until summer, and he would say, you know, I wish how life really worked was that you got smarter every time you went swimming. That's pretty much his philosophy of life. And he is smart, and maybe a little too smart. When he was just seven, he accidentally walked in on a woman changing clothes at a party that we had attended, and he came running back to us, and he was out of breath, and he said, she was all the way naked. And I asked him who it was he had walked in on, and he said, I don't know. I didn't see her face. So it was always... a the youngest's unintentional insults that left me speechless. He would say things like, Mom, there was this girl at the party who looked just like you. She had messy hair and everything. And then once, when he went Christmas shopping with his father at JCPenney, when he was about six or seven, he said that they walked through this panty forest. And I asked him if he saw any gifts for me, and he said, No, they were all too small. And then he humbled me again. He does that a lot, by the way. As I was waxing nostalgic about how I'd miss his older brother when he left us for college. And then he asked if, he, if I would be sad if he were to leave when he left. And I assured him, you know, I'm going to be very sad when you go to college. And then he said, yeah, you're going to have to throw the trash out by yourself. A lot of times before school, I would read the boys at their horoscopes. And one morning, the youngest, he couldn't believe how accurate his was. And he asks, what are you, mom? And I was just, I was thrilled that he was actually listening to anything that I read or said. And I said, well, I'm a Capricorn son. And he said, oh, what are nice moms? And this is the same kid who I had to drag out of the neighbor's house every evening to eat dinner with us. And then his dad would tease him, and he'd say stuff like, you live over here, not at the neighbor's house. And our son would say, yeah, but they're fun. So the oldest, 
He's not quite as cutting as his younger brother, but he leaves me speechless for different reasons. It's his worldview that continually dumbfounds me. For example, when he was in elementary school, he'd say things like, you know how there are optimists and pessimists? Is there such a thing as a neutralist? Because I think that's what I am. And then in eighth grade, he worried, if I get a hundred on this genitalia test, people are going to think I'm a perv. (laughs) Also in eighth grade, when he burned his finger, he walked into the kitchen and he said, I understand why cannibals eat people. I taste like chicken. His dad and I decided that he couldn't have friends over for the rest of his life. And while explaining the birds and the bees to him, he said, Ooh, you and mom did that two times? His dad didn't skip a beat. He said, yes. And I lost count of how many times I heard him yell from his room, Mom, you gave me two left socks again. Well, then he grew up and he got interested in politics in high school. And then he started criticizing us and then he admonished us once because he was going to turn 18 and he, which was right after election day, he wouldn't get to vote for the politician that he wanted. And he said, you two should have had sex sooner. But he was the one who best described my parenting style. Once, well, the one time we were traveling from Texas to San Francisco to California to visit family, I veered onto the shoulder by accident because I was refereeing one of their arguments. And he told me to just drive. Right now, your job is not to kill us. And I snapped back. That's my job every day. But their dad, always the calm and considerate one, would text me throughout the day just to check in. And he still does this. One of the texts read, How are the boys? And I replied, Annoying and one is dead. And he texted back after a few minutes and he said, Okay, we still have another. Well, that's the end of our very first podcast. Yay! Thank you for listening. And I know that there are thousands of other podcasts out there. And I want to thank you for choosing to spend your time with me. For more information about this podcast, me, or other things I've written, go to christinegranados.com. And if you like what you heard, please share this podcast or tell a friend about it. Next week, I'll talk about how I'm parenting my two teenage sons throughout this COVID-19 pandemic, or more accurately, how they're parenting me. Thanks.